How are you this morning, Mum? Hi, morning, morning. How are you? <laughs> Very good. A bit tired. but I, uh, I know, you're sounding a bit flat today. Yes, yeah, no, um... It's uh, almost the end of the week, but not quite the end of the week, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Friday Eve it is, and it's a lovely day today. It's ice cold outside. Mm, what Come. a nice, um, it's nice to walk out and feel that freshness in the air. Yes, um, it's going to be a real stinker. They say it's going to get hotter and hotter. Mm. And I think tomorrow's 37, then 38, and then 40 by Sunday. Sure. So but the weather with you compared to where we are is like completely different. Yeah, in the morning it's colder, but during the day we've been getting very, very hot. And mm. if there's no wind at all, then it's very, very hot. We're up in the up in the mountains. Yeah. So today, conspiracy yes. theories. Yes, one so, of our all-time favorites. I know everybody loves a good conspiracy <laughs> theory. Yeah. You know the thing is with with conspiracy theories. I'm not gonna say that I am. Um, a, a big fan of conspiracy theories. Mm. I do like to to dip in and out of, but I certainly am not going to get myself a tinfoil hat. No, I, I still have a very similar approach to conspiracy theories. I like conspiracy theories. I really like conspiracy theories, yes. but not because I believe them, but because I think it's really interesting to see how someone thought about a fact in a way to make it sound true. And and to to find all the justification. Mm. I remember at school you did a, a talk about uh, the flat world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think after half an hour you had everyone convinced that the world I, was flat. I think I convinced my geography teacher. The yes, I think flat. she gave up geography and only yeah. taught Afrikaans yeah, after that. Yeah, because she was... She was was my Afrikaans teacher and my geography teacher yes. and then I, I told her the earth was flat yes. and I showed her my full presentation because this was for an English presentation so yes. it doesn't actually need to be true it just needs to be <laughs> convincing you know just good speaking yes. so I was like running down some basic geography terms with her and she was like yes 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 this is the truth. There is nothing else that you can say to convince me that the earth is not flat. And so I was like, great, fantastic, awesome. I'm going to go do my presentation now. And uh, yeah, she didn't teach geography next year. <laughs> and I think at the end of it, the point was that you'd made to people was you accept everything you're told at school, for example, to be the truth mm. without ever questioning it. Mm. Um, if you take, for example, before the people knew that the world was round and they thought it was flat, when Galileo said it was round, mm. no one believed him yes now everyone accepts this round no one does any research themselves to see mm. or prove that it is wrong there's been enough time between the first statement and now the people who have nothing to do with that yes and so that's like well where who said that you know exactly well, where's your proof where's your proof that it's round? because now we've got all this uh scientists who've proved it's flat <laughs> and they've got all of this scientific proof and I mean they're, they're, the flat world society is massive yeah, they have people all around the earth <laughs> it says on their Facebook page because you know I had to dip into that as well and it says on their Facebook page the flat earth society has people all around the earth and it's like shouldn't you say all are flat the earth yes <laughs> and I mean they have this um, one of their, their proof that the world is flat is the UN flag Yes. So if you have a look at the year flag, it's got the North Pole as the center. Mm. And then the crest or the, the wreath mm. runs around the outside. And they say that's exactly what the flat world looks like. Yeah, there's a big ice. Ice around the edge yeah. that you won't fall off. And then it's not 100% flat. So it has a like curvature a curve, yeah. like the bottom of a saucer. So if you mm. turn a saucer over, um, it has that curvature. So that's what you see, the curvature. Yeah, the, the dome. Yes. And if you follow your compass, which is magnetic, mm. 
you don't ever follow true north because it does vary. Yes. Um, and it varies. I remember when I was in matric geography, it was five degrees east. Mm. So if, and it keeps pulling further and further. So if you follow your true north compass, you're not going to go north. You're going to keep going right, yeah, right, every, right and make a like circle. Every couple of hundreds of thousands of years, the earth tilts on its axis. Yes. And so sometimes it's the east, sometimes in a... Hundred thousand years later, they say to the west. there is a, a change happening now with the magnetic poles, mm. and that will flip around and have north, south, and south, north. But I, I read a, a lovely statement. So mm. this is not for us. Okay? okay, this is just for other people. <laughs> this is the people who are the tin hats who, okay. who make their hats from foil. Yeah, the okay? people who are too scared to walk into a retail store that sells Bluetooth headphones because the Bluetooth will corrupt their brains. Yes, or not have vaccinations because they've got tracking devices in them. But anyway, the statement goes, <laughs> Consp- no, true conspiracy theorists, yes. okay, is the perfect storm of ignorance combined with overconfidence. Mm. I think that is hysterical. Because the thing is, you learn one fact. Yes. And that's all you need to learn. Why yes. do you need to learn other things? You can just that's disclaim just, everything else. Right. And you know the thing is with conspiracy theories is that it... It's the glue that holds a society together. Mm. So you have other people who back you up. You go, yes. see, You're I'm not a, a nut by myself. Yeah. You're a community. And then also when you get new information that adds to the conspiracy theory. Oh, yes. my goodness, are you not the smartest person in the world? Guys, I found new evidence that the world is flat. Let me show it to you. Then everyone else is like, oh, and you're then so you, clever. You learn all of that information which you can spew out at any given time. Back to ignorance combined with overconfidence. Okay, yeah. just leads yeah. to a great conspiracy theory. So I thought today we'd touch on a couple of fabulous ones. Okay, okay? Um, of course the JFK assassination mm. is high up there. I went through what is the thirteen top conspiracies that are floating around at the moment. Yes, and JFK assassination always remains very high up on that list. Well, that's because you know, like every couple of years they're like oh they're going to release the documents yes and then so they, they build up the because yeah, trump was supposed to release documents yeah. now again and it never did because so. of because it's of COVID 19 they're yes. not releasing the documents. Yes. first it was um a matter of national security yes and so then they were like okay they'll release it when trump gets there then it was COVID 19 now it's who knows yes <laughs> and with the jfk i mean everybody has been accused already of shooting the poor man mm. i mean the, the countless number of people and organizations that have been accused, everyone from the CIA, the mafia, Vice President Johnson, Fidel Castro, the KGB, everybody yes, has been accused yeah. of shooting him. So what are the facts? So if we say, all right, let's look at the facts mm. and, and say, all right, is there anything suspicious in any of this um, and let's look at that and then yeah. we'll make the decision is this does this stand the the conspiracy test yes is, is there something to delve into so the facts are, are on the 22nd of november 1963 at 12 30 he was shot um in dallas mm. so the cavalcade had an open car 
I didn't know there were six people in the car. Mm. My whole life, I believed there were only four. That must have been a big car then. It was a big car. It had jump seat. Mm. So it was the driver and a bodyguard on the left-hand side because the driver sat on the right. Mm -hmm. And in front or behind that were two jump seats. And there sat Senator Connolly and his wife. And behind Senator Connolly was JFK and Jackie. Okay. There were no um, bodyguards on the runner boards. They often had or always had bodyguards standing on the runner boards. Mm. But JFK asked that day that they don't. So the bodyguards rode in the car behind. Okay. So um, he came down the avenue and made a left turn. So if they actually were going to shoot, it would have been best to shoot as they were coming down the avenue. You had him coming towards you mm. and f- they slowed down to make the turn. So if you want to shoot, it really was the best time to shoot was then. Yeah. Once they made the turn and the cavalcade was moving away from you, your your target was moving away as well. It was a more difficult shot to make. Mm. And then you had the factor of the other cars coming in behind with the bodyguards. They would all interfere with the, with the shot. Yes. So the Warren Commission, which was... Uh, uh, after the the shooting was convened to look at the facts. Initially said there were two shots, but mm. then agreed that there were three shots. One missed and the other two hit him. They determined that one hit Kennedy from behind and exited his throat because you do see footage of him grabbing his throat. Mm. And the, the second shot, or what was the third shot, went into his head. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was stopped by a policeman um, his name was Tippett, mm. um, and he he shot Tippett. Uh, so this was he was running away, and he shot Tippett. He was later then apprehended. He then at the time said that he had not shot anyone, and that he was a patsy. He was shot dead by Jack Ruby. So Kennedy was shot on the twenty second November, mm. and he was shot by Jack Ruby on November the twenty fourth. So it was only two days later, and he was moving. They were moving him to court. Uh, Ruby was sentenced to death, but that was overturned, and he was given a life sentence. He became ill and died of cancer by January 1967. So he was only in jail for... A couple of years. Yeah, only for four years. So the big problem begins with the people who were injured on the day or Mm. shot on the day. It wasn't only Kennedy. There were two other people shot on the day as well. One was a bystander. He had forgotten about the cavalcade. He had to go fetch his wife. He was in a rush. He had turned up the avenue towards the cars coming to him, realized he couldn't get any further, pulled over, got out his car to look, Mm. and a shot hit him in the cheek. Oh, is that the missed shot? Well, they reckon that's the missed shot. Okay. The next person who was injured on the day was Senator Connolly. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where the problem starts. Is Senator Connolly was taken to hospital with very serious life-threatening injuries, and he was treated in hospital for gunshot wounds. Yeah. Now, listen to how many. (laughs) There was one in his back he was treated for. There was Mm -hmm. one in his chest, his right nipple he was treated for. There was one in his wrist he was treated for, and there was one in his thigh that he was treated for. So according to the Warren Commission, Mm -hmm. then the theory of the magic bullet then became um, a saying, was the magic bullet. So their claim was the shot through the neck exited JFK's neck, Mm -hmm. entered the back of Connolly's back. Because they were sitting in front of him. Sitting directly in front of him. Exited his chest. He lifted his wrist up, went straight through his wrist, leaned forward, 
and it entered it into his thigh. So now my mm. problem with this, I was in the army for a little while, okay? yes. and a bullet loses its trajectory the moment it hits flesh. Yes. So if it's a very high-powered rifle with a very big uh, caliber, mm-hmm. it's going to pierce. Yes. Um, but then the moment it hits the second obstacle, it's going to stop. So yeah. theoretically, it should have stopped in Senator Colony's back. In his chest. In yeah. his chest. It shouldn't have gone any further. Not exited through his wrist and then into his thigh. Mm. So initially, Senator Connolly Especially said... Especially if he had the time to grab his, his chest, chest and then Go forward over. and then continue moving. I mean, do you know how fast bullets go? Yes. I mean. <laughs> yes. And then he initially agreed with that and then much later said, no, 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 there were several shooters, mm. okay, and wrote several, several books about it. Um, and... Um, so that became the problem now of, of this the shooting. Mm. There was um, a gentleman who had filmed the entire shooting. He was there on the day with his um, home camera equipment. Yes. And um, he was filming the entire event. And that's the famous footage that you now see. Mm. So a chap called Joshua Thomas wrote a fantastic book. And it was called... Um, seconds in Dallas mm. and um, he was a very well I mean he wasn't just a um, any kind of conspiracy theorist I mean he had the credentials he worked for the CIA he and and the life magazine actually contracted him to write this book to write the first article in okay. fact and then to write the book and he looked into it he looked into the footage first. Yes. And he said at the moment that the first shot was fired, JFK's head moved forward. Mm. But when he back, went back and looked at the footage, he realized that the guy who was filming it got a fright when the shot was fired and he moved the camera. Okay. So he didn't move forward. He actually moved back. So okay. he went backwards and not forwards, which made it appear like the shot had come from the front mm. and not from behind. And then the the fatal shot, he had already, he was sitting up straight and he had grabbed his throat with both his hands. Yes. And he turned to the left. So as they were driving, he turned to the left to look at Jackie and he said to us, they are going, they're picking us off. Ah, okay. And as he turned to his left, he was shot from the left of his temple and he was shot from the left side that the brains and his head matter mm. went out to the, sorry, it was shot from the right and it went mm. out to the left. They actually found on the pavement on the left-hand side of the vehicle, they found brain matter. Mm. And that couldn't have been from behind. You know, there It has were, to have been from the front. Or at least from the side on. Yeah. You know, there was the, the theory of the, the second shooter being on the grassy knoll. There was a high picket fence. Yes. And he was standing there, which would then explain that shot. This guy then went ahead because he was an arms expert as well. Mm -hmm. He went and bought the rifle, uh, the exact rifle, which was a bolt action um, rifle that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald had used. And he had tried to take that shot, Mm -hmm. um, same distance. And he said the problem is with the bolt action is once you've fired, you've got to now open the bolt up, release the round, insert the next one. So even if It takes time. It takes time and there's a movement. So you can't keep the rifle still. The action of pulling the bolt back and forward pulls the rifle out of position. You've got to reset and you've got to pick up your target again Mm. in the 
in the in the viewfinder the in reticle, the yeah. yes and he said you can't get off that many shots that accurately in the time period the time frame yes. was so small because they were moving away the target was moving away yeah i mean the we're a bolt action rifle that's at least like one two three movements and Correct. then another one two it doesn't three matter how fast he does it he's yeah. still moving the rifle all the time which means he's changing the target all mm. the time so this is how then the millions of conspiracy theories then began because this was just too implausible too implausible at all so it just was too far ranging for them to say and they did a survey in 2004 and they asked americans what they thought of it and 66% of americans thought that it was a conspiracy mm. 74% believed it was a cover up hmm. so almost across the board they believed that this wasn't you know it wasn't just an assassination that there was something, something was going covered up Wonder whatever if it was, it was. aliens <laughs> <laughs> cuz i think wasn't he like all involved in like a whole bunch of area 51 controversies as Look, well he was very i mean which also then we'll move on to the hoax of the the moon landing mm. uh, jfk was a great uh, one to drop push for the space exploration yes. it was in the 60s they had entered the space race yes. with the the USSR and they were desperate to win that space race there's kennedy's famous speech that said we're not going to the moon because it's easy we're going to the moon because it's hard yes um and so he was very very um keen on getting or beating you know we were in, they were involved in the cold war at that time mm. so um yeah so that is the JFK one i would say from my personal point of view i think there are too many inconsistencies for it to be just a straight assassination yes you know whether it was the mafia or fidel what if castro it was all of them? and that's why there were so many gunshots that's why they one can't went off make and a, then all the other agencies went oh, oh, oh we better yeah. get him as well <laughs> yes so you know um I think that there was more than a single shooter because I don't think that physically one shooter had the ability to get off three shots mm. that from quick directions from different as well. directions. Yeah. And then the magic bullet. And then you saw that bullet that was recovered. There's a photo There's of a it. There's a photo of it. It doesn't look like it's hit anything. Anything at all. It's, it's clean. It looks like it's been shot out of a clean. gun. Yeah. You can see like the the um the, the, striations, the striations on, on it when it's gone through a barrel. Yes. But when you hit anything It's It, going to change crumbles. the shape. Yes. Yeah. So there's Especially going to be a change. Exactly. There's going to be a change to the shape of it. Yeah. And that bullet or the round the 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 round at the end of mm. it is almost in perfect condition. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that already is all very suspicious. I mean, I think that they covered up to a point where they were ridiculous in their covering up. Yes. Where it got unbelievable because they were they had they were just making such a mess of it mm. they just went oh well you know we're closing this investigation now yeah, we'll deal with it in 70 years yes in 75 or whatever it is yeah. we'll deal with it um very interesting what they're saying now about the covid-19 vaccine they're wanting to seal the documents for 75 years oh wow and now the everyone is like no You can't do that. Yeah. And they're saying, well, you know, what well, let's just seal all the how it was made and everything up and we'll open it up then. And yeah. everyone's pushing back against it, going yes. like 
what are you trying to hide? Yeah. What, do we, what do we have to deal with in 75 years? Not yes. that I'm like a, that kind of a conspiracy theorist, but yeah. it is very suspicious it that is. they want to seal the documents. Yeah, the moment they start starting to want to block your access to information, mm. you know, they were saying, I was reading up about uh, the 9-11 conspiracies, mm. and that was the one conspiracy that brought left politics together with tinfoil people, tinfoil yes. hat people. Because uh, it was a perfect storm of conspiracies. That's why so many people didn't believe 9-11. Mm. Because it combined the very left with the tinfoil group. Mm. And they joined together to make it that so many people didn't believe that. There were several theories. either, And, and some of the popular theories are they, the Americans did it mm-hmm. to themselves. The second one is they allowed it to happen. Yes. So they knew it was coming. They let it happen. They wanted it to happen. Mm. And the third one is that it was, the whole thing was staged. You know, none of it happened at all. Yeah. So even if they let it happen, it's still a tragedy. They only had 16 fighter aircraft in 48 states that were uh, flying ready mm. at the time. They had they had the strangest um civil aviation tracking system. So as soon as a transponder on the plane was switched off, they couldn't see or identify it anymore. Yes. Which I don't understand because in this country, um, we have a civil aviation and then we have a military aviation. Yes. And the one is a cake tin over the other. So the military and government overtake all the civilian. Mm. And I don't know if they have any more, but they used to certainly have... Um, an IFF transponder on all planes. That's identify friend or foe. Mm. So you can turn off everything else, but you can't turn that off. Yes. And if a plane's call sign is not shown, that transponder is either not working, or and then foe. it'll identify it as an enemy. Uh, so identify friend or foe. So we had that technology in this country. Yeah. Um, so but they couldn't see of, these planes. A lot of the time, I mean, I was doing a bit of research on why people are into conspiracy theories and a lot of the time it's just because there's some big thing happens and they need an explanation for yes. it and they literally they they find every single thing that they could possibly think of and because our brains have this natural affinity to want to associate things to each other oh yes to join the dots and make, it's what we yeah, want to make do yeah. puzzles and they connect the dots yeah yes then um because that little piece of evidence that you've gotten now makes sense you're like okay that's the truth that's definitely the truth yeah there's nothing you can say that can convince me otherwise because i only learned as much as i need to learn and now i've got the confidence to believe in that yes and then also the 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 problem also happens is you don't want to believe that something happened like yeah with you don't the want to believe that it was just a like a bad thing that yes. happened it must have been somebody so who did diana this. either didn't die because we can't believe she's dead mm. she can't be dead okay so it's all a cover-up to hide her away when she was whisked off to to an islamic state yeah because she was was pregnant with an islamic baby yes the the it was some the son dodi al-fida yes. yes so it was it was too tragic for us to comprehend yeah alvis can't die He's not allowed to die, mm. which takes us to another artist that they said had died. Well, yes. I didn't know this at all. <laughs> so in the 13 top conspiracies yes. is the conspiracy about 
Paul McCartney died. Mm. So apparently he died in 1966. They were recording at one of their studios and he had a fight with a band yes. and stomped off to be hit by a car. So he was involved in a pedestrian uh, accident mm. and he was decapitated. Oh, goodness. And uh, the, the Beatles were on the rise and they did they couldn't announce his death and was, you know, yeah, the body the didn't have a head. Yeah, because the mania was an insane thing. People were going crazy for it. So they then um, replaced him with a body double. Okay. And also someone who could sing. Mm -hmm. And they then spent the rest of the time hinting. So there are a few song lyrics that hinted it. Apparently there's words written backwards. And one of the proof that the conspiracy theories put forward is the album Abbey Row. Yes. Where it's the photograph is taken outside their Abbey Row studios when they're walking across the Bearson Crossing. Mm -hmm. They all have shoes on except for Paul McCartney. Yes. He's walking bare feet. Then they're all in the same step, except for Paul McCartney. He's out of step. Yes. And they're going, see, there's the proof. He was trying to tell us that, when the that I'm them. not part of them. Yeah. I'm not them. So huh. I think, again, it's that we don't want to believe that something terrible happened. Yes, we'll, yeah. we'll connect the dots that aren't there. Right, let's, uh, let's do some music. Yes, and then we can come back, and I've got another fantastic one. Okay. And the statement is... Alternative Therapy Suppression ah. by Big Pharmaceutical Company. Yes, Big Pharma. Yes. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in a bit. And we're back. Yes, and I think before we go any further, we need to now do a little disclaimer. Yes. In case the Illuminati, Freemasons, yes. um, Stellenbosch Mafia. What did you say? The lizard people. Oh, the lizard people. Yes. Salamosh Mafia, oh. come and take us out. No. Okay. This is just our no, unsolicited... I'm not, I'm not that interesting and I don't have that big of a platform, so <laughs> don't come after me. Yeah, not even if, if we don't even come to your business no. to want to see your work permits. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you don't have to let them in. No. So, another one is a statement that says, alternative therapy suppression, which means that um, any cure you find for any disease that comes from a plant is being suppressed by big pharmaceutical companies. That's facts, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going, it's true, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's it. So, again, let's look at the facts yeah. because that's what we need to do. We can't just speculate. Yes. We are going to be scientific about this. You obtain a patent for a, any, so you make a headache tablet. Mm -hmm. Your patent that you get is for 20 years. Okay. Then the generic version of that becomes available. So why they give you 20 years, the development of it is very expensive. Mm. So say, for example, your chemists now discover Panada. Yes. Okay, and this is the, the recipe. Yeah. No, Panada. Oh, okay. Yes. That particular brand. That brand. Yeah. So you find that it's, this is the chemical formula mm -hmm. for Panada. Okay. You then do all the research. You then go through the trials, mm, through the testing, bit of yes, road paint. That's it. And <laughs> you you write out the recipe, mm. which then goes once it's been tested, it goes to the FDA and all the the drug administrations. It gets its approval. You get your twenty year patent. Mm. The idea is that to develop that drug from concept to the shelf takes millions to do. Yeah. So for them to recover that money. They give them a 20-year patent so they can then sell that drug and then they can get their money back. Mm. So after 20 years, that recipe is made, when I say public, I mean in inverted commas, yeah. public, because all pharmaceutical companies can now see that recipe. Mm -hmm. 
Joe's soap on the street can't see the recipe unless you're a student in the 60s and you found the recipe for LSD. But (laughs) normally Mm. you don't get to see that. But other pharmaceutical companies now get their hands on that. And they can start developing They can start developing the same version, and that's your generics. So the next thing that is a statement is that natural products are not eligible for patent protection. So just let that sink in for a bit. So if you find... And why is that? Is it because the plant itself, you can't look at a plant and tell what all is in it? Or because you can't, every plant is different with different measurements of things? I don't know if it's just the law. Mm. That the patent law says that you can't get any patent protection on a natural because everything else they're making is man-made. Yeah, so suppose, maybe that's how it, they... If it comes out of your brain, like you've made this recipe and yes. it's yours, yeah. you, you can, get can a claim the right for it yes. or the copyright. So the only but time you can claim... claim the copyright for uh, quote-unquote God's work. You yes. Know? So you can claim, for example, if you uh, bring out a new variety, if you breed a new variety. Mm. So take Keith Kirsten. He brings out new varieties all the time. He's, his brand is called Proven Winners. Mm. So I was in a nursery for 10 years. So when you get his plant in, you are not allowed to take slips of that plant okay. because he has the license to market it. So he's crossbred a plant to develop a different plant. Exactly. Okay. So he can then get the license to sell that plant. Mm. Um, so now because you're not allowed to get a Any patent protection on a natural product. Um, And also, another statement is the painkiller market will reach, now, this is quite scary, $5.9 billion by 2023. Mm. Billion as in 1,000 million. Yes. When you've got that bigger, and it's the biggest share of the pharmaceutical market is the painkiller market. Mm. You don't want someone sucking on a cocoa leaf yes. from Brazil and doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's they've spent so much money developing the panado yes. that they really can't have you digging up your lilac periwinkle in your garden yes. and making a tea from the roots and yeah. curing leukemia yeah, because they have spent so much money on this chemical mm. they can't have you just making it at home. Yes, yeah. So that is the very big problem with plants versus chemicals. So the cure for everything could be sitting in the Amazon jungle. 100%. I mean, you watch, you watch these plant medicine uh, on Amazon Prime if you go on to... I mean, it's available in this country. It's a couple of bucks a month. It's cheaper than Netflix. And Amazon Prime has a documentary on there called Plant Medicine. And it's literally these guys in the Amazon. They're like doctors. And they go around and they go, okay, like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, okay, I've got like a, I've got diabetes. So they're like, okay, well, off they march into the jungle and they go and take cuttings and slips of all the plants that they require, make a thing out of it, a tea or whatever, and then you drink the thing for a month mm. and then you're cured and yeah. they've done they they tested there was i mean it was a western organization that brought people through to these people to you know sort of treat them and there was a, a man from australia i think he was cured from his prostate cancer there was a person who had it's a type 2 diabetes that you mm. get when you eat too much sugar he was cured from that as well someone who had irritable bowel syndrome was also cured and they were doing proper medical tests on these people yeah. when they got back yeah. from the amazon yeah. so 
it can be done. But I mean, look in this country at our traditional herbalists. If we look at the Western Cape, at you know the traditional San um, Bushmen and the 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 medicine they had and they still use in, mm. in the community. So a, a traditional medicine has a very important. But I mean, as I said, the pharmaceutical companies are not interested at all. Yeah. You know, it's but I think that's uh, when when I guess society decides that it wants to do things to improve people for the love of people and not for the love well, of money. Well, it never happens. It's mm. always about big bucks. It's always about how much money you can make out of something. I think there should be legislation to have a cap on how much money you can potentially make on, a, yeah. an, on, on anything. Yeah, but then would they do the research? Well, I mean, like, say the cap is still really huge, mm. but it can only be, say... 10 billion dollars or whatever it's still a huge cap but Mm. some companies are going way over that and and you know if everything about that look at covid pandemic yeah so forget the vaccination just leave that alone Mm. for a minute okay and look at the production of syringes Mm. needles alcohol swabs ppes Oh my God! The people who got involved—just those plastic screens yeah. at the at the counters. There were people who made so much money yeah. off this pandemic. It was, you know, you start to think, well, maybe the whole thing was invented. You know, mm, to Bill Gates. Get out that tin foil. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got a song for us now, and then I'm going to be back at the top of the hour to give you an update on the news, the weather, and all of that. And then, uh, fantastic! We'll, we'll come back and that. talk about the moon, yes. moon landing. Right, it's 10 minutes past 8 and we're continuing on with our conspiracy theories this morning and uh, we're doing the moon landing. So the juiciest of the juiciest of the juiciest of all the conspiracy theories. Where it almost all started. Yes, is the moon landing. Yes. So, you know, you've got the theories about the flag wasn't waving Mm. and the footprints and the question that I want to know, besides everything else, is the the famous words by Neil Armstrong, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. He was filmed coming down the the stairs of the landing craft and to put his foot on it. (laughs) Who filmed him? So even if they were there, he wasn't the first person. No, the camera person. The was. camera Unless, person was. I mean, you can't say that they like stuck a camera out the window because no, you because can't the angle was wrong. Yes, yeah. and the angle was wrong. Yeah. So that already. So we're not going to look at the obvious yes, stuff. That, the ones that, that we all know. All know. Yes. yes, we're going to we're going to approach this slightly differently from mm. a scientific point of view mm. because we. So we're not going to say things like you know when it took off there was no flame. That was from the the craft that took off, and the explanation was that there isn't a flame in a vacuum. Yes. But strangely, when Saturn V took off, there was a flame, and yes. they'd forgotten that earlier because statement they made. Flames somehow changed the way that they work. Yes. So we're going to look at this straight from a, a, a timeline, okay. a, um, a date perspective. Okay. okay? So we are looking at Russia, so USSR as it was known then, versus the USA, yes. just the in a space race. race yeah. Okay. So it begins in, in 1955 with the USSR responding to the US announcement that they intend to launch the first... Uh, attempted satellite into space. Ah, so yes. that's where it all begins. The rivalry begins yes. in August 1955. So let's see who did what first. Mm-hmm. So in 1957, in October, the USSR successfully launched Sputnik. Sputnik, yes. That yeah, was we, the we first, spoke about it on yes. the show. Yes. So Sputnik 1 was the first Earth-orbiting satellite. Mm. That was October. In... Um, 
November 1957, the same year, they launched Sputnik 2, which carried a dog named Laika mm. into space. We won't say any more about that dog. It didn't end no, well. Uh, there's no. a lot of animals that didn't yeah. end very well up there. So now, so that was November 1957. Mm-hmm. In January 1958, this is the first time America does anything, mm-hmm. they lent, launch Explorer 1, mm-hmm. which is a U.S. satellite. In the October of that year, NASA is created. Mm. Then the December of that year, the SCORE communication satellite broadcasts Dwight Eisenhower's Christmas speech. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time anyone's voice is broadcast from space. That was in 58. Okay? In January 59, the USSR launches Luna 1, a cosmic rocket, the first human-made object to leave the orbit of the Earth. Okay. And it went on to orbit the sun. Oh, wow. It meant to orbit the moon. Oh, but, it, they, but overshot it, it. they overshot it. Okay. It was too quick. It was an accident. It yeah. was too fast. And it ended up orbiting the... So, so far, on a score-wise, okay, we've got Russia with the first launching yes. into space and Russia with the first animal yes. into space. And, and the then Russia with the first one to leave our atmosphere. So they're ahead now two to three to one already. Mm. Okay. So that was in January nineteen fifty nine. August fifty-nine, the US launch Explorer Six, the first weather satellite which obtains the first pictures from Earth uh, of Earth from space. Mm-hmm. Again, they haven't left Earth's atmosphere yes. at this point. Okay. Then in September nineteen fifty nine, so August the following month, mm-hmm. Russia launches the Luna Two, which is the first first spacecraft to reach the surface of the Moon. Bearing in mind the Americans have not left our space yet. Yes. Yeah, so not only have they now reached the Sun, but they've, they've also now reached, reached the, the moon. surface <laughs> of the Moon. Okay. So that is uh, in September nineteen fifty nine. In October nineteen fifty nine, a month later, they launch Luna Three. So it's the first object to orbit the moon and photographs the far side of the moon. Yes, because we only ever see one side of the moon. Yes. Which is part of the conspiracy of why the moon isn't real. Yes. In the first It's made of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Then, so that is the October 1950, a year later, so August 1960, mm-hmm. Sputnik sends two dogs, Belta and Skrelka, and plants. And they return live from space. Okay. So now, again, another win on their side. I think mm. we should start adding up their score at this <laughs> point, okay? So that is in August 1960. In January 1961, Ham, a U.S. chimpanzee, is the first humanoid to survive a landing. Okay. Okay, so we've had now two dogs and a couple of plants yes. survived. So the first humanoid, um, which was a great ape, survived the landing. Okay, so then we go on to April 1961. The USSR achieve a clear triumph in the space raid mm-hmm. race aboard Vostok 1. Yuri Gagan makes a single orbit around the Earth, becoming the first man to reach space. Okay, wow. One hour and 48 minutes was his flight. So, so did now, he orbit the entire Earth? Yes, he orbited the entire Earth. And because Earth. he's so far away, yes. it goes relatively quickly. Yes, so okay. it took him one hour and 48 minutes, and he had orbited it, okay? So in that was in the April. In the May of the same year, the U.S. sent the first pilot-controlled journey with its American Alan Shepard with Mercury 
Redstone 3, or later be known as Freedom 7. Mm. But he did not orbit the Earth. He flew 116 miles high and came down. Okay. So it was a 15-minute flight. Mm. So he didn't orbit the Earth. They just shot him in the air and brought him back. Yeah, well, which is what they're kind of doing now with yes. all the, the, the rich billionaires. Yes, they just, just went up and he came down. Shoot them up and bring them back yeah. down again. Yeah. So again, they tried, but it was a bit pathetic after they had got Yuri to go right round. Yes. Okay. So that was in 1961. So it was quiet for a little bit. Um, in 1963, so June 63, back again to Russia. So back onto the Russian side of yes. the field, okay? Valentina, now I'm going to get this name right, Trechikova, yes, becomes the first civilian and the first woman in space. Oh, wow. So now all the Americans have done is shot someone up and down. Yeah. Okay. They've done the first man. They've done the first chimp. They've done the first plant. They've, they've done the, the first, first dogs and yes. the first woman. And she spends three days in space and orbits the Earth 48 times on Vostok 6. Now, all the Americans have done is shot one person up (laughs) and landed an ape. Yes. Not that Alan Shepard went up and came down as an ape. It was two separate events. So in case you were confused with where we were. (laughs) So that was in 63. Mm -hmm. So in March 65, Alex Levnov leaves his spacecraft, Vostok 2, in a specialized suit and conducts a 12-minute spacewalk. Mm. So now, now they've done dogs, plants, round, woman, and got out and walked got around. And, walked and Americans around, yeah. have just shot someone up and yes. down and landed an ape at this point. Yes. So that was March 1965. July 1965, the U.S. performs its first successful voyage to the planet Mars. Mm. So maybe they missed the moon as well. Mm. Then comes two years later, 1967, which probably was... But I mean, they... They haven't won anything yet. No, but it almost sounds unbelievable that it got to Mars. If they could barely get to (laughs) To the moon. moon. They could barely get out of our space. Yeah, Yeah, out of our our gravitational pull. So is the Mars rover really there? Elon, are you listening? <laughs> there, you know, there is that. There's a story that came out last year about a marine that said he'd returned from 16 years on Mars. Oh yeah, there's, there's a whole that there's a whole base and everything whole, there. They've a, been there for a the, long time what already. Is it? The the Galactic Federation yeah, is there, yeah. and so they meet there and communicate. That's and, it. Yeah. So in 1967 was clearly the most deadly year for both the US and USSR. Mm-hmm. In January. Um, Ed White, Gus Grissom, and Roger Chafe all died when Apollo 1 caught fire on the launch pad. Oops. And there was a live TV, which didn't go down well. And then the Soviets also lost a man when his parachute failed to open on re-entry into Uh, Earth. Oops. Well, at least they got off the planet. Uh, Yeah. Well, yes, but they had a problem coming back. Yeah. So then that is 67. So that brings us to... Okay. Two. The 21st of December, 1968, mm. Apollo 8 becomes the first, so this is the U.S. again, yeah. becomes the first human crew spacecraft to reach the moon. Okay. Orbit it and return successfully to Earth. Okay. okay. So that is the first time that America actually gets first somebody. Than anywhere, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, by now, I think we've got 10 wins for the U.S. Yeah. and two for the America. No, USSR. actually none, because it didn't count shooting someone up. Yeah. They did successfully bring an ape, so we'll give them one. Okay. So they got one and a half one points. One point. Yeah. At one point. <laughs> so the 20th of July, 1969, mm-hmm. is the day they obviously arrived on the Disney set. Yeah. 
Neil Armstrong, Buzz or Edwin Aldrin become the first men to walk on the moon while Michael Collins remains in orbit around the moon in Apollo 11. So how did they... I didn't... This is going to sound stupid then, but I mean, didn't they land the thing? How did they it stay did. in orbit? So they separated. Okay. They separated and the landing craft went down but and landed. But even more complicated yes. to have a, the thing separate, land half of it, and then connect it again. Yes. All so that if you, technology. So that was the 20th of July. So they launched on the 16th of July. They launched. Okay. Yeah. But the months leading up to it, you can now understand the panic at NASA. Yes. On the 14th of June, USSR has a launch failure. Yes. The 3rd of July, USSR has a launch failure. The 13th of July, the USSR has a launch failure. So they're, they're, they're trying they s- to get they're up there. They're trying to get there. Yeah. And the 16th of July, the USA has a successful takeoff. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. With no other bad things happening around them. So on the 14th of November, 1969, okay, so that is a couple of months later, mm-hmm. Saturn five does the second landing on the moon. Yeah. I believe that was the first landing, but okay. they, that's where we leave it. Okay. So, the reason that part of these conspiracy theories began, mm-hmm. there's one reason was, there was a um, a person who was a, he was fairly high up, he had a Bachelor of Arts, he was a naval officer, and he wrote a book claiming yeah. that the chances of a successful crew landing on the moon was calculated to be, 0.0017%. And despite the close monitoring by the USSR, it would have been easier for NASA to fake the moon landings yeah. than to really go there. Because, you know, these scientists, they're very, very concerned about the chances of something happening. And, and live on TV. Well, this is the thing. So yeah. they're, like, very concerned about if it's not, like, you know, a very high percentage, like in the 90s, that it's going to work. Even then, they're still hesitant yeah. that it's going to work. So if it's below 1%, there's like there's almost zero chance that they would have gone through with yeah. it. Yeah. So there was a book written in 2001, uh, Dark Moon, Apollo, and the Whistleblowers. Mm. And in there, they also state that NASA would not risk broadcasting uh, an astronaut getting sick or dying on live television. Well, I mean, this is the whole... I mean, they so, really had that whole so, uh, thing. Yeah, and they were burning and they couldn't take yeah. off and they kept crashing. They couldn't risk it. And the Russians were so close, so mm. close. Another um, theory they put forward is the NASA funding. Mm. So conspiracy theorists claim that NASA faked the landings to avoid a humiliation. Well, Mm -hmm. we can see that they were clearly humiliated. Because they're putting so much money into this program. Yes. And to ensure it continued to get funding, NASA raised about 30 billion US dollars, so B with a B, billion, to go to the moon. And for the payoff, they wanted to see where their money went. Yes, yeah. So they had to fake it. In fact, after NASA had, um, in 1973, so this is five years later, Mm. the U.S. Congress actually calculated. So they had asked for $30 billion. um, The Apollo missions cost another $25.4 billion. They had to justify that. They had to justify it. Because the thing is, the thing for me is, now you've gotten to the moon. You know how to get to the moon. Why are we not 
constantly going to, to the, the moon. moon. Yeah. There were, I think, in total, 16 missions to the moon. Yeah. But I think it was very boring. There's nothing there. It's just dust. I think now China, in the last couple of years, has started putting, like, terraforming on there and started growing yeah. plants and things on the moon. Yeah. But before that, there was really not that much going there. I mean, no. if you think you'd have the technology and things to get there, you'd find ways to be more efficient in getting there, safer ways to land there and practice yeah. for when we're off to Mars. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> at the time as well, so in the 60s, of mm. course, the Vietnam War, war was on it was a very unpopular war and they said that the moon landing was a great distraction yes of the population's attention on the vietnam war mm. and to build patriotism you know there were so many our you know, country yeah you know yeah. americans were very disillusioned you know even though they don't like a war or a war is unpopular they remained patriotic yes and they were always worried that they would lose their patriotism in that time yeah. it was Freedom. a very unpopular war when people <laughs> came back from vietnam they didn't get a ticket tape parade like the yeah. second world war did um and they you know they were just and, you know, a lot of your PSTD started then and... PTSD, PT. yeah. <laughs> Say it again. Post-traumatic Traumatic stress, stress syndrome. syndrome. PTSD, yeah. yeah. The Vietnam War was also the the one war that had the most amount of vets who were injured. Yes. Um, and it, it was mostly, it was a strange thing that caused that. It was the development of the MASH units. Mm. So the MASH was the Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Yes. Was what MASH stood for. For the first time, they could treat patients on the front line yes and they could be saved their lives could be saved yeah. whereas every other time they had to be carried out by hand yes by the time they got to the unit they were dead mm. or they were dead of their injuries mm-hmm. but because of the mash units they were closer to the front line also they had helicopters for the first time they could casavac out the injured mm-hmm. so you ended up with this huge population of vets who were injured because they weren't dying they weren't dying yeah and it created this massive problem in america Mm. of injured vets so i think moon landing is gonna get a i'm sorry just on a straight calculation of of how many points you had on the timeline you know i think russia wins 12 to 2 yeah they won everything Oh, sorry, we're giving them two and a half. Yeah, they're giving them because they landed the monkey safely. Yeah. And they shot the man up and down. Yes. But that's it. Russia did everything else first. And And all the the satellites, everything that they they had done first. Everything had done first. Had done first. So So, um, to not land on the moon first. And why didn't they end up landing on the moon anyway? Have they been to the moon since? I think the Russians have. Everyone's been. I think every nation has been. The Chinese, Japanese, everybody's been to the moon. Have we been to the moon? I know we sent well, Mark Well, we sent Mark. Up. He got to see it. Yeah. But I don't think he, he was in the International Space Station. Okay. All right. Well, we're proud of you, Mark. How much time do we have? <laughs> three oh, minutes we almost yeah. three minutes. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so we're not even going to touch Jeffrey Epstein. We'll have to save oh, that for another goodness day. Gracious. Goodness gracious. So, Catherine, next yes. week. Mm. So we thought what we would do on this show is have one serious week and one fun week. Mm-hmm. So this is the, the fun week. Yes. Okay? So I think next week let's have a little serious discussion. Mm. Okay. So I was thinking about communication. Yes. About how you talk to your children. Yeah. I had an epiphany uh, during this, this time on the on the radio. I'm having lots of epiphanies at the moment. Yeah, you're at that, at that age yeah, now. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah, and make. things are open. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you're more relaxed. Because I think we're both at that age now. Yeah. Like, we're both getting to new phases of our life yes. where things are changing and yes. you start to go, oh, that's yeah. not how it actually is. Yes. Yeah. So, I saw a program, The Three Day Nanny, and she was helping a mother who had... 22 months old lunatic mm. twins and she's saying you're talking at them you're not talking to them yes and then i realized hang on a second i talk at you too 
I give you lists. I give you instructions all the time because you're my daughter. Mm. And I had this this epiphany that you are an individual and that we need to and I never knew how to have a conversation with you yeah. how do you start that conversation where does it begin how does it start yeah. how do you have a because you don't necessarily want to like break down boundaries that no. you've now placed as a parent yes you don't want to be now besties for life yeah and you don't want to be besties at 12 so yeah, when exactly. do you start listening yeah and then I, I thought you know we've started a conversation by having this radio show yeah that I come into the studio and I respect you as the presenter mm-hmm. and I am the guest yeah. in this and you are the person with the more knowledge and I am your guest on the show it's a complete paradigm shift from exactly. the relationship that we already have. so we are have started a different kind of discussion where mm-hmm. I'm talking to you as an individual yes yeah. I'm not talking to you as your mother so it's made me look at you in a different light and I had we had a chat to Ru on yesterday, mm. who's who lives. Or, no, he doesn't live with his mother. Please don't start that rumor again. <laughs> Maybe he does. Wherever you are. <laughs> but he was saying at forty, his mother comes and makes his bed and just happens to spray the oven so yes. he can settle for a little bit, <laughs> because mothers never stop hovering. Mm. Okay. So and they're always giving you lists. So let's talk about that next week. How yes. do you start the discussion? When do you begin the conversation yeah. with your child? When you start realizing, and how how do you still keep that relationship between mother and daughter without you know ruining that relationship, but still making it a different relationship a different, where you have that new, openness and to don't talk to wait each other. until you're sixty before that changes. Yeah, you know because resentment builds up, and then afterwards you don't want to you don't want to be friends with that person afterwards. But I, I think know? I think what it also comes down to is, and I think that uh, sort of the further we progress as a society as a human population or whatever we learn how to communicate better and then from learning how to communicate better you also learn how to teach people how to communicate better so once you go like you don't need to react in this particular way because I'm doing this particular thing this reaction you're having actually is an external reaction once you start understanding those kind of dynamics and things then you're like okay we don't have to fight about this silly thing <laughs> as yeah. like as a parents and children would. It's now like, for example, if your friend was in that situation, you wouldn't start fighting with them. You would yes. give them help or assistance exactly. or whatever exactly. like that. And you, Yeah, but it's difficult to change over the, to that dynamic. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll discuss that next week, um, how to have these conversations with your child, yes. when to have these conversations with your child and how to go about it. Hmm. And get it done early. Don't yeah. wait until they... 70 and don't want to visit you in the old age home anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because yeah, the thing is, you, it, the relationship can change yes. if you're both willing to change yeah. it. So yeah. if you're not willing to change it, then sorry, you're going to be you're gonna in the old age home. You're going to get your oven cleaned yeah. on a regular basis. <laughs> By yourself. <laughs> okay, and that's right, it. That's it, yes. What a wonderful show. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you so it's much for coming in. It's the delight of my week being here. Yes, absolutely. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> and from my side, be sweet. Parakeet. We'll, we'll see, see you next, next week. week. And uh, yeah, be safe, be kind, drink lots of water and I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Bye.